Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves there's more than one way to make history. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're tackling an age-old question. How many Nazis does it take to flush a toilet? The answer just might surprise you. The day was April 14, 1945. The crew of a Nazi submarine had to abandon ship after a plumbing issue forced them to surface right in the line of enemy fire. That German U-boat, or undersea boat, had been operating in secret off the Aberdeenshire coast of Scotland. It likely would have gone undetected if not for some severe toilet trouble caused by the vessel's captain, Carl Adolf Schlitt. After accidentally releasing toxic gas inside the vessel, Schlitt had to order his crew to surface before they all choked to death. Unfortunately for them, the Royal Air Force happened to be patrolling the area at that very moment, and when they caught sight of a German U-boat, they opened fire right away. Plenty of naval subs have been sunk over the years, whether by bombings, collisions, depth charges, or mechanical breakdowns. But Captain Schlitt's U-boat, the U-1206, was a special case. It bears the dubious honor of being the only warship in naval history to be dispatched by its own toilet. First developed during World War I, Germany's U-boats proved highly effective at punching holes in the British blockade. The stealthy vessels quickly became the scourge of the Atlantic, disrupting shipping routes and laying waste to merchant ships 20 times their size. The U-boat threat continued into the Second World War, with Winston Churchill later calling it, quote, the only thing that ever frightened me during the war. The U-boat captain by Carl Adolf Schlitt at the tail end of World War II was a newer Type 7C submarine. It was equipped with two anti-aircraft guns, five torpedo tubes, and one state-of-the-art toilet. Previous toilet designs weren't able to be flushed while the submarine was submerged, 
and it often had to stay submerged for days or weeks at a time to avoid detection. That problem was compounded by the fact that there was only one toilet on board for as many as 50 crewmen to share. The limitation often forced the crews to improvise with buckets, metal cans, or whatever else they had handy. The U-1206 was a welcome change in this regard as it boasted a highly improved plumbing system. The star attraction was a high-pressure toilet that could release waste directly into the sea instead of storing it on board in a big heavy tank. Not only did that setup lighten the sub's load, it also meant the toilet could be used indefinitely without the need for makeshift backups. There was one downside to the setup, though. The new system wasn't very user-friendly. Only a handful of crew members were trained on how to use it, and everyone else was supposed to consult those toilet specialists whenever they had questions. The strange new arrangement probably would have taken some getting used to, but the crew never really got the chance to adjust. The newly commissioned U-boat had left from Nazi-occupied Norway on its first combat patrol a few days earlier, April 6th. Its mission was to prowl the waters of the North Atlantic and destroy any British or American ships it found there. In the end, the U-1206 was only active for nine days before meeting its ignoble fate. It didn't come across any Allied ships during that time either, so it basically set sail, did nothing, embarrassed itself spectacularly, and then sank after barely a week on the job. Here's how it happened. On April 14th, the U-1206 was cruising at a depth of 200 feet, about 8 miles off the coast of Scotland. It was looking to be another uneventful day, until 27-year-old Captain Schlitt took a bathroom break. It was his first time commanding a submarine, and he didn't want to look inept by having to ask for help from the toilet specialist. Schlitt tried to work out the directions on his own, but when it was no use, he swallowed his pride and called for help. Two people came to his aid, but neither of them had any luck either. The order of events gets a little murky from there, but what we do know is that one of those three men mistakenly opened the wrong valve, allowing a torrent of seawater and human waste to flood inside the cabin. That would have been a big enough problem on its own, but due to the sub's unique configurations, things got about a million times worse from there. That's because the giant batteries that powered the submarine were housed inside a compartment located directly beneath the leaking toilet. That turned out to be a deadly design flaw because when the salty seawater combined with the battery's acid, it created a poisonous cloud of chlorine gas which quickly spread all through the sub. The chemical reaction left the captain with no choice but to surface and open the hatch even though the U-boat would be within clear sight of the Scottish coastline. Sure enough, once the sub was above water, British fighter planes swarmed their position. One U-boat crew member was killed by the incoming fire, and three others were knocked overboard and drowned. Captain Schlitt tried to retreat once the sub had been aired out, but by that point, it was too badly damaged to dive back underwater. The only option left was to pile into the lifeboats and make a mad dash for the shore. Before abandoning ship, the captain ordered the sub to be scuttled, or deliberately sunk, so that its secret equipment wouldn't fall into enemy hands. The U-boat may have avoided being captured, but the crew itself wasn't so lucky. 36 of the men were rescued from their dinghies and taken as prisoners of war. The remaining 10 managed to make it to shore and evaded capture for a while 
but they were eventually apprehended too. If there was a bright side for Captain Schlitt and his men, it's the fact they didn't have to bear their humiliation for long. Germany's surrender came only three weeks later, making the sunken U-boat just another entry on the Nazis' long list of failed campaigns. So to return to where we started, how many Nazis does it take to flush a toilet? The answer is, nobody knows. They got flushed down the drain themselves before they could figure it out. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to pass them along by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays and Ben Hackett for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.